We have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And we're all out of bubblegum. Welcome, everybody, to Drop the Glove Sports Podcast. I am co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. I hope you guys enjoyed the week and the weekend because, whoo, there was some antics and a lot of playoff drama, uh, especially this past week. And we will be covering all of that here on tonight's episode. Um, Mike, how was your week? Long. Long, I agree. The, lo- the longest, shortest week ever. I know, right? Uh, but did you have a good Memorial Day? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I got to rest and yeah. honor our uh, fallen soldiers yep. and whatnot. So it was, uh, it was a good day. Yeah, I, I didn't get the same luxury. <laughs> you had to I, work? Well, I, I didn't have to work. I, it was a, um, the 75 hard challenge. Yeah. And I had to get up, had to still do my workouts, still drink my water, uh... But then I just did not want to sit still yeah. after I was done. Like, uh, like I got up. I can't remember what time I got up, but I got up, went to the gym, worked out. Then I went to the park and ran, did my second workout. And then when I came home, I was just like, huh, what do I want to do? Yeah. And I didn't want to sit down. I didn't want to rest. And so I ended up, uh, was it cleaning, um, cleaning out the car, yeah. the Jeep. Uh, cause I paid off the Jeep and, uh, so, uh, one last bill, uh, and I'm also thinking about selling it. I'm thinking about downsizing to, uh, a sedan or something with, with these, uh, horrendous gas prices that are out there right now. Um, I was going to crack a joke. It's like when you said you woke up, I was going to say, did you take your vitamins and say your prayers? (laughs) Brother, brother, (laughs) no. I did not do the Hulk Hogan thing. <laughs> I didn't take my vitamins. I was going to cry. I thought that was funny, but I was like, nah. Yeah, that's, I just... oh, that's fine. And then uh, ease in with a little humor. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I mean, my Memorial Day was pretty good. Very productive. By the end of the day, I was like, I feel good about myself. Brittany, on the other hand, was kind of like, are we done yet? <laughs> and, I say I can't blame her. And that, but as of today, we are done with the seventy-five hard challenge. We have what? This is it. We five have, five hours maybe. Uh, about five and a half hours to go. All right. And that so, I, and I have the last bit of water here in my beer stein, so I plan on finishing that here on the show. All right. Cool. And that. And do you think it's smart of me to uh, tomorrow not drink any water and just go straight beer the whole? No, you, you probably need to drink <laughs> some water, not a whole gallon of water, but some water, so do you so you can keep yourself hydrated and not not uh, end up in a hospital. Uh, I don't. I don't need that phone call. Phone call. Be like, hey, or from Brittany, be like, hey, Mike. Uh, Charlie won't be able to do the show next week. He's in the hospital. I was like, eh, no, I don't want that phone call. I I already deal with enough bad news situations. I don't need to deal with my partner in crime, my co-host here, chilling in the hospital. Uh, all right, I'll take it easy, I guess. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's cool to get, get hammered. I mean, 
I don't do that much anymore. I maybe I should have maybe Daniel should have stayed in town a little bit more because I need his uh, expert advice on that. Pace yourself. <laughs> You're getting up there in years. Pace yourself. I'm not that old. Come on. Well. well. Come on. But uh, yep. So next week for the German fans out there. I get to start drinking again on the show next week. And um, hopefully we get to try some new beer as we as we get myself uh, reacclimated to the show of cracking it and getting into all the sports news while drinking beer. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week. But uh, Mike, you brought a few beers for today's episode before we dive into the news topics that we're going to talk about. They're currently chilling in the freezer. Yeah, they weren't. They were a little warm. Little, little, little warm. So, uh, what do you we, got in there? I got um, a Wiedemann beer. It's a, a local beer that um, I, well, I, I think I mentioned it in a previous episode that my grandpa used to work there. Mm-hmm. And when I was a little kid, I used to sit on his lap and, uh, you know, take sips and whatnot of the beer. So, I actually found it mm-hmm. at the party source. So I was like, dice. That was that was good. And um, I got a blackberry sangria sour from Woodcast uh, Brewery in Newport. So I'm gonna hopefully mid show or whatnot. I'll crack that open. Mm. Um, but I do I do wanna I do wanna crack the Wiedemann open so I can toast my grandfather and whatnot. Yeah. On the show, so my, but my dad was telling me about the Wiedemann beer because uh, they used to the factory used to be was it in Dayton? In, no, Newport. Oh, Newport. Okay, Newport. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was in Newport, and um, was it one of uh, my parents' uh, friends? And actually, uh, I think it was uh, I think it was my parents' old high school math teacher. Her husband actually worked there yeah and that yeah my uh my grandpa kilmer he uh he worked there huh so cool but for right now i'll probably be cracking a diet coke and uh we'll get this thing rolling on the ball and we'll get into our first topic charlie so go ahead bud all right well as you crack the diet um first topic on the agenda tonight is we addressed this last week at the beginning of the show. Well, Mike did with his uh, uh, What Grinds My Gears, and it's the stupid fans at the NBA games, and uh, it hasn't stopped, apparently. Um, we, was it, you had somebody run onto the court at the Boston Celtics. No, it was... Um, oh, wasn't it Boston? It was the Philadelphia... Philadelphia 76ers and the Washington Wizards game. Oh, okay. Wizards. They decided to run out on the court and be a jackass. I'm like... Some of like, these people aren't thinking. I mean, they just aren't thinking. And uh, somebody said... I can't. I think it was an NBA player who said, Oh, they're just doing this as a challenge now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it feels like it. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I grant it. It's been a year... Uh, since you were last in a sporting arena or a game or whatever. But for the love of God, guys we're, we're, and girls, we're adults. Hmm. 
act like it. You don't need to be running the running onto the court or doing stupid part of my friend stupid shit mm. to to interrupt the game because if you're and I I've seen this at like live wrestling event events where people rush the ring they got their asses kicked and got hauled off the jail mm. so well they they don't think it through like oh what's the worst that could happen and that okay so I get caught big whoop de do no you get caught you get hauled off to either the city or the county lockup and then you have to go and stand in front of a judge and look like a dumbass and that in whatever orange jumpsuit or whatever and explain yourself as to why you did what you did and i mean this is your life we're talking about you're messing up your life by going out and running onto the court or people running onto the baseball field, which didn't happen, but I have seen it before. Yeah, so or, have I. Or the, uh, the infamous, uh, remember when uh, Brett Favre was still with the Packers? And that, oh, at the Bengals game? Yeah, Bengals game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. onto the field, took the ball from Brett Favre, and, and, that, and he made it all the way down to the 20-yard line before being tackled by security. And that it's like you guys aren't thinking this all the way through. Maybe it's the beers that you guys keep on having. I don't know. I mean, I've had beers at sporting events, but not once did it go through my head. Huh. I wonder if I could take number 57 for uh, the, what is it, the Wheeling Nailers. I, yeah. I wonder if I could take him. No. Well, I'm, one, well, one. The only, if I had that thought, it'd be on Dollar Beer Night. And two. I think a lot of people have had that thought on Dollar yeah, Beer Night. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> But that it, never, never did we act on it. I mean, oh. you know, and I'm not gonna dare a friend of mine or oh, no. anybody anybody that I'm with is like, oh, oh, I'll bail you out of jail if you go run on the ice or, or go run onto the field. Mm. One, I don't have that kind of money, mm. and two, I'm not that stupid. Well, see, remember last remember last week when you uh, said. You- People needed to try and start acting their age. Yeah. I think the reason why they can't act their age is because they've just never grown up. And that they're still kids or still boys get it, doing boyish things. They, they haven't grown up and become a man and started accepting responsibility for their dumbass decisions or uh, choices that they make. Like, oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sober enough to drive home. No problem. And then what do you end up with? You end up with a DUI. You end up with a $1,000 fine. Or dead. $1,000 fine. Or you cause an accident that could have been fatal. I mean, people aren't thinking this through. I don't have a pro- I, I always say this when uh, somebody's like, Charlie, do you hate people? No, I don't hate people. I hate stupid people. And right now what we are seeing in the NBA is a bunch of stupid people. Yeah, uh, like like I was telling somebody at work, I was like, I really don't. I mean, I really don't hate people. Hmm. I just have a low tolerance for stupid, ignorant people. Yeah, and then basically that's what that is. Is oh, I'm gonna be dumb and run onto the court, or you're you're being stupid and you're being ignorant because yeah, you might get five minutes of fame, but you gotta look at like we just said, you gotta look at the 
The long picture. The long-term the, picture, yeah. Long-term or the big picture. Like, your life is not going to be the same anymore because if you... Because let's say you had a job and that happened. Yeah. You're probably fired because you can't, can't get to work because you're in prison or you're in jail. Um, your finances go down the toilet. And then if you try and apply for another job, they're going to go and see... Was it because they even ask on the application, have you ever been convicted of a misdemeanor or a felony? And if you say no, that's committing fraud. And if you say yes and you put down why you were charged or what you were charged for, then it's going to be, oh, I don't want a dumbass working for me. So, well, in some places, yeah, you know, well, but, some standards are lower than yeah, others, yeah. but I, but, yeah, and then try McDonald's, <laughs> and then you know, think about, think about if you want. If you have kids and they're like, oh, dad, I want to go to a baseball game or a football game, a basketball game. And you say, no, we can't go. They're going to ask why. You're going to have to explain to your kids, oh, daddy was a dumbass and ran out on the court. And and uh, banned from ever attending. Yeah. And I mean, that's if you love, love sports, don't be a dumbass and risk getting banned from an arena. An arena a ballpark or football field or football stadium yeah. or whatever. Just, it, it's it's just ignorant. Yeah. You're, you're going to regret it as soon as the weight of all those consequences come raining down on you. Yeah. And you're going to regret it. You're going to be like, I wish I had never done it. And, uh, and when you said the daring a friend or the whole bail you out kind yeah. of thing. It reminded me of something that I did in my youth um, where I was at a I was at a Cyclones game with my dad uh, and a couple buddies and uh, was it uh, oh, it, it was just, it was bad. I mean, it was just, it was a horrible game to, from the get-go. Uh, I think this is back when Trenton still had uh Ooh. Still had the team, the Trenton Devils. Yeah, the the ECHL affiliate to the NHL Devils, the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was bad. I think the I think the score was like five one in the third period. Um, everybody was starting to get into fights. I mean, there were line brawls happening like almost every dead puck. Yeah. Um, and there was like three guys. We were sitting behind. The, the penalty boxes. Yeah. Like, all the way up behind the penalty boxes. And um, we, me and a couple of guys who were sitting in front of me, they, they were talking smack or whatever. And uh, they had like three or four guys of Trenton in the penalty box right below us. And um, the guy, guy sitting in front of me said, hey, I will give you five bucks if you will go run down to the penalty box and like point to the standings and be like why are you guys even trying yeah. you're in dead last or whatever and my dad was like charlie if you do this i'm not bailing your ass out you're over 18 now you're considered an adult yeah you get caught or you get kicked out i'm not coming for you and i i thought about it long and hard and i did it anyway i grabbed the i grabbed the sheet I went down to the penalty box. I knocked on the glass. All four heads turn and look at me with this, with that evil glare. Yeah. Like, oh shit, this kid wants to get into it with us. Oh great, security is actually like trying to push me up the steps. Yeah. Like, sir, go back to your seat. Sir, go back to your seat. And that, and I point to the 
score sheet or the whatever. And I like, it's like, guys, what are you fighting about? You're in dead last. <laughs> and went back to my seat, watched the rest of the game. We left. That was it. That was the word. I mean, that was probably the most childish thing I had done. But, I mean, and some people will be like, well, that that was a lucky break or whatever. Yeah. Well, it could have been worse. To be honest with you, it could have been worse to where the security guard was like, sir, can we please ask you to leave the building? We don't want you coming back down here. Yeah. Or whatever. It could have been worse. And I was only 19 years old. So, and that, so... Was I thinking? Yes, I thought it all the way through. I wasn't even drinking. I was 19. And I got a lucky break. But at the same time, if I had really thought it all the way through to where... I mean, to be honest with you, do you think Cyclone Nation would have even happened if I had been kicked out of the arena? No, I probably wouldn't have been. Because I started Cyclone Nation two years later. I was 21. And so, yeah, if, if I was really thinking all the way through... I probably wouldn't have done it. But yeah. at the same time, looking back and seeing how lucky I was, I go, that was kind of fun. <laughs> I'm not going to well, lie. Well, that, that's like the same thing. I, I think I've mentioned this story to you a, a couple of times. You know, me and me and my cousin, our cousin Ty, yeah, and my buddy Ryan and another friend of ours, we were at Cyclones game. It was a, play, it was a playoff game. Mm-hmm. And um, the Reds hit a rain out. So everybody from the Red, of course, came over and was in the arena watching the Cyclones game. And it was it was quiet as a church in there, you oh, know. Yeah. And the la- me, my buddy Ryan, and my cousin, or our cousin Ty, and our other buddy, and these guys behind us were like, you know, clapping and whatnot. And we're, you know, we're banging on the glass, you know. I've always seen, from NHL games, people are... Using our fist yeah. and banging on the glass, so it was like maybe like two minutes left in the third period. Cyclones were getting their asses kicked, mm-hmm. and we're just you know banging on the glass. Uh, or usher comes down, and you know it's like talk talking to my cousin. He's like, "We're gonna have to you just use your use your hand." Mm-hmm. And Ty, being a hothead that he is, <laughs> and I love the kid, you know he's. But he's like, oh, we, we ain't doing nothing wrong. And he, he kept it up, and they asked him to leave. So, and then we saw Cincinnati police come, and I was like, I'd go, Ty. I was like, we don't, let, let's go. I'm not letting you get ejected, uh-huh. you know, from the, from the arena by yourself. So it was like me, Ryan, and our buddy, and Ty, we, we got up, we... My cousin, my cousin, our cousin was pissed, mm-hmm. but he's like, I can't believe this. This is effing bullshit <laughs> and all this other stuff. And I'm like, Ty, calm down. Do you want to go come to another Cyclones game? He goes, yeah. I was like, if you keep it up, we're not going to be able to come back to another Cyclones game. Yeah. He goes, oh, you're right. So he shut up. And then once we got out of the arena, mm-hmm. we were, I was like, I looked at it and was like, dude, it was a blowout. And we were yelling at the fans. It was like, get off your asses and cheer. Get off your hands. This isn't, we're at, we're not at church. Yeah. We're, we're at a hockey game. Get loud. Yeah. And everybody's just sitting on their hands. And I'm like, why, why did you bother to waste your money? Well. And 
it's lesson learned. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've done stupid shit when I was a kid. Yeah. I threw a palm tree in the Ohio River for 50 bucks on a dare. <laughs> Did I think it through? No. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is... Oh, shit. It is what it is. Dang. I haven't said, I haven't said it in, in a couple episodes, so, you know, it's just... That's one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, guys, actor... I don't know how long we spent last week of talking about this, and we're spent. It's been twenty minutes. Well, it's longer this time because we thought, okay, somebody throwing popcorn or yeah, it'll be done with or spitting on uh, on a player. We all thought that's it. I mean, this it's just so dumb. That's it. But no, now fans are taking it as a challenge as to what can I try and do to be. A dumbass. Yeah, a dumbass. And that, or it's like, guys, this is not the movie Jackass, okay? So, can Speaking you... of which, they are making a final one. How many is that now? Uh, I think four. Four? Four, yeah. I've, to be honest, never seen any one of them. I've seen bits and pieces of whatever, but anyway, not, I, to, ch- me, not to change me the and, subject. Me and Daniel have a buddy who, like... Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> how how did I guess that? On the first go. And, ding, 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 ding. You and, win 100 bucks. And that, uh, make it rain. Um, yeah, he, he's a big fan into those movies. And, I mean, I'm all in for, like, was it, again, changing the subject, but, like, America's Funniest Home Videos kind of yeah. stuff. But that takes it to a whole new level where you're actually making the choice to, to hurt be, yourself. To be that dumb and hurt yourself. Yes. It's like, well, granted, most of these guys that were on that show were either high on drugs or drunk. So, I mean, and I'm not judging because they no. made millions of dollars. I was about to say, so, congrats, guys. If, you know, if you're going to make millions of dollars being a dumbass, then okay, per- cool. Per- apparently there's a market for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way way today's society is going, we're, we're going down a, we're going to hell in a handbag yep. you know, without... But no, I'm not going to get on that soapbox. Yep. But and we're not we're not on a soapbox judging people. We're just trying to. It's like going to sporting events is supposed to be fun and not fun and entertaining. Let the entertainment remain on the court or on the field by the actual the lines by the actual players, the fans. You guys are spectators, not participants. Well, and then some people will go, well, how come every time in college football they rush the field? That's di- that, that's yeah. a little different because by the time they rush the field, the game is over. Yeah. The clock is zero. You have one team that is rushing to get off the field and get back to the locker room as quick as they can. And the other team just made an upset. And yes, they probably want to party all night long with the fans. So, oh, oh no, I, I'm I don't see nothing wrong with that either. No, I was just I, I just was going. I'm just saying it's like some people that are listening are like, well, the college kids rush the football field, but and like you said, it's game. The game's over with. It's not mid game unless you're Stanford. Well, yeah, and that's you, true. And you ran the field while the while Cal Cal was still still going. 
still love that clip. I think that is so insane. Even to this day, it is so insane watching that clip where the uh, the tuba player gets uh, trampled trampled by the California football player. I love it. And then it's just it's just bedlam after that. It's oh, like yeah. it's like well, does it count? Well, let's see here. Uh, nobody tackled him. The ball was never touched by the other team he did cross the goal line even with about 25 band members on the field hmm touchdown it's like that's a no-brainer i would have given it to him yeah regardless i would have been like let's see here the the band rushed the field thinking they had won but obviously they're the band they obviously have no idea how football is played this one time at band camp, I ran onto the football field. Oh, that wasn't band camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked like it. Uh, but yeah, you had you had however many band people from Stanford run onto the field. Look up the clip, guys. It, look up uh, Cal versus Stanford. I can't even remember the year. Yeah. And that, but look up Cal versus Stanford. Uh, Cal runs over Stanford uh, tuba yeah. player or some band yeah. player. And uh, look it up. It is the cra- it is what probably one of the craziest like college late, football plays. Late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, and it's just like that is probably one of the craziest college football endings ever. And, but it's still funny to watch. Still funny. Very true. Very true. So with that being said, because we we spent My, two. We spent way, way too much, way too time. much time on this. Yeah, we so, got uh, we got to move on. Charlie, let's let's go on to the next topic because uh, go for it. What do you got? Um, well, Coach K, um, Mike Shusevsky, the coach of uh, the Duke Blue Devils. Yep. Um, after this upcoming season, he's retiring. Yep. End of uh, 2022 season, he is retiring. Uh, I do have his uh, credentials or his accomplishments uh, on the Drop the Gloves, at Drop the Gloves podcast. Uh, Facebook, uh, or not Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. Thank you. I have lost my train of thought there. <laughs> well, I thought it was on, I was like, I do the Facebook, which I haven't done in a while, so mm. I'm, I'm slacking. So, here we go. He has been head coach for 46 seasons total in his career okay and that uh he has 1170 wins most all time uh 12 final four appearances uh five national championships uh 1991 1992 and uh 2001 2010 and 2015 and in 2001 he was an inductee to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. So, very historic career. Um, as Kentucky fans, we I, I'm going to say I have mixed emotions because, one, we have to approach this from a professional standpoint because we are on a podcast. So from a professional standpoint, you have to look at those numbers and be like, yeah, that's pretty good. And he won uh, five gold medals. Uh, I that, yeah. How did I? How is that not on here? Two um, two as assistant coach and three as a head coach, I believe. So so yeah. I mean, it's a it's a very very impressive career, very impressive legacy. You have to respect the accomplishments. 
But now here's where my University of Kentucky Wildcat fan will come out. Thank you! He's going! Oh my gosh! You know how Daniel was with Roy Williams yeah. uh, back in March about him saying he was going to retire? Yeah. That's how I feel. Oh my gosh! Oh! <sighs> You, you, okay. you might you might disagree with me on this. I'm back. <laughs> but both being a professional and a UK fan, I look at it this way. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate him. I hated his players and the university because I just because I'm a Kentucky fan. But looking at his coaching you have to you have to put him up with the greats of like Dean Smith, Roy Williams, Adolph Rupp, mm-hmm. you know them guys. Yeah, and that's a hell of a career. It is very well done. So I mean, you know, I I never had a problem with him as being a head coach. I just didn't like some of his players that he had on his team, uh-huh. and especially every stinking year, <laughs> I see that damn shot by. What Christian Leitner? Uh, it makes me sick, sick to my stomach. I still but hate Leitner. <laughs> I do too. But you know, it, it, it that that's what makes a rivalry. Oh yeah. You know, and being a Kentucky fan is like, ah, oh, I hated Duke with a passion. Oh. I could not stand him. And, I, and to this very day, and to the day I die, you thought my Pittsburgh thing was bad this this is tame i i can't i don't like duke because of being a kentucky fan yeah that's my only reason yeah you know it's kind of neat it's kind of by nature yeah i mean you're born into it it's now. yeah it's 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 natural to where it's like the same thing with uh duke and north carolina fans exactly not, if you're a duke fan you don't like north carolina if you're a north carolina fan you don't like duke and if you're an NC State fan, you're disliked by everybody. You're screwed. <laughs> you're disliked by everybody. So this is the same thing that's like Kentucky and Louisville, you know? Mm. There's some people who like UK. I can't stand the people who say, oh, I root for all Kentucky teams, or or I'm a Louisville and a Kentucky team, I'm or Kentucky person. I go... You're full of shit. No, nah, I was about to say, you are partial. You are totally partial to one side. You just don't want to admit which side because you don't want to get the backlash from either side. I had, I had a college professor like that. And I, I had a college professor where they were from the Louisville area. Yeah. But they liked Kentucky. But they said, but they, said uh, they uh, didn't dislike Louisville either. And I was just like, you're grading my papers. <laughs> What is the I, I if 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 he wasn't grading my papers I would have been like what the heck is the matter with you yeah and that but it's like you're grading my papers are you showing me mercy because I'm a UK fan or are you showing bias because I'm a UK fan and that because I mean I was I was clear as day big blue I mean this this professor knew. Yeah, I was big blue all the way, and if I mentioned Louisville in the same breath, I never pronounced pronounced it Louisville. I always pronounced it Loserville. <laughs> so, so, but back to back Coach, to Coach, Coach K. K. He's had a hell of a career, and 
congratulations to Coach K. We'll see what you do. I know this year for him was a rough year. It was rough. Didn't get into the uh, tournament. Tournament. Things but, uh, are uh, things are looking to go back to normal uh, around the country, uh, and uh, hopefully, to be honest with you, if he's going to go out, and as Kentucky fans, um, one, I hope he makes it to the tournament. Yeah. I hope yeah. Duke makes it to the tournament next year. But I hope they don't get any further than the first round. That's it. That's all. Because I, I hope there's another Lehigh moment where it's number two Duke versus number 15 Lehigh, and Lehigh came out with the upset. I, I mean, it's like, go ahead, get to the tournament. Last year was an off year. Everybody had an off year. It's like, but, you know, just get to the tournament so we can watch you lose one last time. That's it. <laughs> well, well put. So, uh, it, I, it would have been the same if Roy Williams was going to stick around for yeah. one more year. It'd been like both of you guys, and same with Kentucky. I'm sure there are people who are like, "Oh man, I wanted, I want to see Kentucky make it to the tournament, so then they could just lose or be one of those number one seeds that just loses." It's like, nope. And I'm so thankful it was never Kentucky. Oh, uh, do, do you know how bad that would have been for us as Kentucky fans yeah. to try and live through that for the rest of our lives, knowing that there was a number one Kentucky team that lost to a 16 seed? Oh, knock on wood. Knock on some serious wood. <laughs> that that never happens to us. Who is it? <laughs> oh, wow. All right. But, yeah, uh, congrats on a good career, uh, Coach K. Um I'd like to take this opportunity to say I apologize for all the uh, Hitler look-alike jokes I've ever made about you. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I, 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 do I feel guilty? No, not really. I'm a Kentucky fan. We don't feel that much guilt. <laughs> so yeah. I just uh, I don't apologize for not hate Earl. I liked you. I just not apologizing because I hate the school you coach for and the majority of your players that played at Duke. So, with that being said, congratulations on a, a great c career, and that is uh, it from that point of view. Yeah. I was about to say, I, I feel like we could just go back and forth uh, over and over like the whole congratulations, but... <laughs> you still suck. <laughs> Yeah, but Duke still sucks. Uh, but we we don't want to keep on. We don't want want that loop to keep yeah. on going. So too much editing. Yeah, too much editing for that. So we're just gonna move on to the next topic, which is wrestling, or or for you people down south, it's wrestling. Wrestling. So, uh, Mike, what's uh, um, what's going on in the yeah, uh, wrestling world. Wrestling. Uh, that's funny how that, you say that. And that that's going to be another T-shirt design. Wrestling. Uh, it's going to be the drop the gloves. Wrestling. Wrestling shirt. So, um, hang on a second. Let me. Uh, sorry, guys. Okay. I should have had this. I should have had this ready, but you know, hey. Um, that's what editing is for. Yeah, it is. You know, eh, it's whatever. 
and yeah. that and that and now because I've said that, I'm going to keep that in the podcast now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be yeah. like, thought he was going to edit that part. Nope. Psych. Um. So, go quit. I'll quit stalling because I I think I pretty much uh, know the names that got released. Mm-hmm. Um. There were six um superstar wrestling or WWE superstars mm-hmm. that were cut in in storylines. And we're getting some kind of a push. Mm. They have been released. Yeah. So um, number one, we'll we'll start with the lower tier guys and work our way. I was about to say you, because I know some of the names, and there's two that just absolutely blow my. mind. Well, there's actually three that blow my mind, but we'll we'll get into that. Careful there! Don't want to knock over the microphone. So. Uh, we'll start with uh, Santana Garrett. She was um, an NXT. Okay. So she's you know developing. She 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 was developing. So they let her go. So I I really didn't care about that. Um, number two was um, Ruby Riot. She was a part of the, um, the Riot. Riot Riot Squad with Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. And sadly, Liv Morgan's the only one uh, left. left left standing oh out God. of that trio. Wow! So that's number two. Well, actually, there's four that I'm sad to see to go. Okay. Um, number three uh, is Lana. Yeah. Um, Miro, aka Rusev's wife. She was in a tag team with uh, uh, Naomi. Uh, Na- she's, oh, Naomi. Na- Naomi, okay. yeah. yeah. She was in a tag team, and they've been tag teaming here for a couple months on um, Raw and whatnot. So her, she she couldn't wrestle herself out of a wet paper bag. I was about to say, she didn't come across as a wrestler, yeah. in, that, uh, in my opinion. And I, I, I mean, her character uh, as Lana with Rusev... In the beginning, In yeah. the beginning, uh, when Rusev came onto the scene... Oh my gosh! Perfect. Major I mean, heel heat. Oh, major heel heat. I mean, it was. I mean, huge. I mean, she did a very good job with the accent and uh, portraying the character that she was. I mean, it excellent. And that, but as a wrestler, yeah, not impressed. Yeah. So one Ruby Riot is. I was sad to see go. Mm. So move, moving on to the list. Um, Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was a little mad. I was. I wasn't as mad as the other two, but I was a little hurt by this yeah. one. Yeah, Buddy Murphy. He was in a tag team in NXT. He had a major uh, storyline with uh, Seth Rollins and the Mysterios, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. But after that storyline ended, he was just in, I guess, limbo. Didn't know where he was going. Yeah, or what what they had next, or what kind cre- of creative what had next for him. So, and he's um, he's former boyfriend of Alexa Bliss, and just ah, oh. they were they were had had a thing, but um, so I'm I'm sad to see him go. I mean, he he was a talented, yeah, very very talented I, I guy. I thought he was very talented. Yes. So um, sad to see him go. Next on the list. Is um, Alistair Black? That 
was probably one of the most shocking names on the list. Yeah, because he was getting a push. Yeah, he was. He, he came back. He was get. He he was last week. He um uh, was. They were going to have a story with him and uh, Big E. Mm-hmm. So he's doing this. You know, they revamped his um, character. And they did all these uh, video or vignettes and whatnot, and it's like, oh, cool! They're they're gonna actually do something with him. And yesterday, let him go. Yep, not so much. Not so much. Not no more. So, this this of all things, surprise surprised me. Yes. Um, this is actually the one name that probably pisses me off the yeah. most. So. And last but not least is uh, Braun Strowman. Now, you had you had a WrestleMania win against Shane McMahon, and then you go to uh, Backlash, and he was in a triple threat for the title um, against Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, and then after that, it was just nothing. Yeah. So. And I no more uh, no more little big mixed tag with Alexa Bliss. Exact that yeah. We'll never see that again. And she actually I saw something that she tweeted out. She's oh she, she's heartbroken. She's heartbroken with Buddy Murphy and and um, Braun Braun yeah. So I mean, and just a few days ago she did lose her uh, pig. Larry Steve died. I had pig. She had she, a pet pig. She had a pet pig. I did not know this about Alexa. Yeah, she, her and Buddy Murphy had a pet pig named Larry Steve, and now she's engaged to Ryan Cabrera. He was like a pop singer uh, back in the '90s and whatnot. And he still, he still dabbles, dabbles in music, you know. But yeah, Larry Steve passed away. Oh, I think it was sometime last week. Aww. So. And the thing is, the thing about that is, it kind of pissed me off that uh, not a vet would do anything for him. The vet that she generally went to mm-hmm. didn't feel comfortable. And then she was been, she did Instagram lives and stuff and be like, hey, listen, I need help for Larry Steve. But they did a Instagram live feed, like... On Larry Steve's birthday was a couple days after he passed, Aww. and they raised, I want to say sixteen thousand dollars. Wow! To go to this um, organization to help animals. Oh, okay. So, I know it's kind of off topic, but hmm. you know. So, but yeah, Bronstra, Bronstra. I like I was saying, I heard I was watching uh, the No DQ feed. Yeah. That I watch every Thursday on YouTube. Those guys are awesome, by the way. And if you're if you're all wrestling fans, go check out No DQ on YouTube and Facebook and whatnot. Um, it's NoDQ.com. Hmm. So check them guys out. They they know their shit. So unlike us, we're just the average wrestling <laughs> fan that yeah. you know. But uh. Yeah, it just uh, the thing that gets me is like you had certain people that like Ruby Ryan and Liv they were tag teaming and starting to get on a roll. Yeah, and then you had 
Alistair Black that you spent, you know, time working on him so he could get back in. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the thing, my thing is with WWE, they have too many wrestlers. Their roster is like huge, bloated. And they don't know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I heard that Braun Strowman said, he said in an interview a while back, he goes, once I'm done with WWE, I'm not wrestling again. Oh, so, nice catch. So. Almost had a microphone fall. So, we don't know. We don't know. Braun, or Braun Strowman's career is up in the air at this point. Everybody else, I mean, there's plenty. I And AEW's roster is starting to get bloated as well. Bloated as well. They have too many wrestlers to know to you know know what to do with. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you, these guys will probably will find work somewhere. Yeah, if they want to work. Yeah, they but they do work. have they do have a ninety day no complete no compete clause in their tr- contract. Mm-hmm. So they gotta wait probably three months before they can sign with AEW. Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan. How many days again? 30? 90. 90. 90 days. Okay, so three months from yesterday. Yeah, and they still get they still get paid while they're no compete. Mm-hmm. So some of these guys could go to NWA, uh, Ring of Honor, AEW, Impact, go back to the indies and work on their craft and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully... Once everybody, once WWE gets back on the road and starts doing shows, hopefully, fingers crossed, that they will sign some of these guys back before they sign with any of the other companies. Hmm. So, that's all I got with that. And I just, it, they're trying, I think, they don't, they don't have that mainstream superstar Somebody like Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair or Steve Austin or The Rock. They don't have that, or I hate to say this, John Cena. Mm. They don't have that guy, them guys or girls on their roster. They, they keep... They keep on switching in and out different superstars. Yeah, and Trying they, to see which ones uh, can gain the most traction. I, I, they all gain enough traction. Or enough, uh, enough of a fan, um, a fan base or whatever. But at the same time, I feel like they're creative. They're or creative st- as shit. Or yeah, their stories and everything is just going to hell. Uh, I mean, it's so bad right now. Um, yeah, I'm I'm totally upset by Braun. Uh, he was becoming one of my new favorites. Yeah, I was hoping he would. Being more of a uh, main card rock uh, slot, uh, either going after the Universal title, the WWE title. I mean, he would just be constantly going back and forth. They're having these main, these really big rivalries. And they so, drop the ball. Yeah, and they drop the ball. And um, what, one of my favorite rivalries that he did, um, this was a couple years ago, uh I, it was probably the best, one of the best triple threats that I love. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. And to be honest with you, still to this day, I wished 
Samoa Joe would have made Brock Lesnar go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, he they, they've dropped the ball with what? Braun Strowman. And, you know, it's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. It really is sad that, you know, this guy busts his butt off. And, you know, he's got... He's... I, me, personally... I think he's main event talent, but you oh know, yeah, it just you gotta you gotta stop with the cartoon. It's not the '80s anymore, and WWE's like, oh, we gotta, you know, that's how the ruthless aggression, or not ruthless, the attitude Tudera. era began. It's like we'll we'll get we'll get these guys, and they are not cartoon characters like uh, the Honky Tonk Man or Brother Love or whatever. You you go out there. You perform now. They're in the reality age where there, there's no. You don't have a true heel, yeah, or a true face because everybody's on f- flipping Twitter. Mm. You know, every wrestler's on Twitter. You don't know if they're, let's say, Alexa Bliss. So you don't know if they're Alexa Bliss or Lexi Kaufman, or you don't know if they're hell, uh, John. John Cena wrestler or John Cena actor yeah. or John Cena regular person. So there, I think if they're on Twitter, you need to, to keep keep in character. Keep keep in character while you're on Twitter, and then have your own personal Twitter where fans can't find you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you know. So that's that's my only thing with the whole. And and I I was I'm getting that from what I watched let or the no DQ guys. So I I do agree with them that there's too much too much you don't have a true face or true heels. Mm-hmm. The lines the line the line has been blurred. Yeah. So well I, like we said creative is is going downhill. The stories, the narratives, uh, whatever they're all going downhill. Um, I, I, be honest with you, I don't think I think some of the stories have been bad for a long time. We've we've just now noticed them being even worse than what we thought they they were. Yeah, with um, no fans, with no fans and everything, hardly any interaction. Um, yeah, I mean, I think because of the no fans and everything, we are really seeing how bad the stories are. Um, is it, uh, do you think that with dropping huge talent like Alistair and Braun, that WWE is in any kind of financial trouble or that, because I've heard a rumor that they're potentially for sale. That right now. Or getting bought out. That right now is just a rumor. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know how you can be having money troubles with you when you're signing deals with Fox and Peacock and, you know, try, trying to partner, form a partnership with uh, New Japan Wrestling. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't think they're, I don't, I don't think they're in trouble okay. mon- money-wise. I just think that... The talent was... The, the, they're, the, they used them and now... Too much talent, just not enough time to squeeze yeah. everybody in. I mean, I mean, I felt that way like maybe f- five years ago. I felt that way five years ago. I felt like, wow, 
there was just way too much talent on either roster, uh, SmackDown or Raw. I mean, NXT I didn't show too much interest in. Part of me was just kind of like, okay, NXT is still kind of development or whatever. But yeah. now NXT is like legitimately its own brand. Um, and to be honest with you, I feel like NXT is a whole lot better to watch than Raw or SmackDown. But that's just my opinion. I've actually seen stuff on Instagram where people are choosing SmackDown over Raw. Because yeah. Raw is just so j- well, jam-packed and so boring. Well... And that's another thing. The Roman Roman Reigns storyline that's going on right now, I think that is... That's the most interesting. The, yeah, most interesting because it's actually telling a story. Yeah. The Alexa Bliss fiend kind of thing, that was good. That was. That was very good. But I don't know what's going on right now with it. it it's still... I'm still interested in it. It's like, okay, what what's going on? Mm-hmm. But... I haven't watched SmackDown in a couple of weeks since we record on Friday night and comes on at eight o'clock. Yeah. So I mean, I go, I try to go home and watch it after the show or watch it the next day. But I mean, I think the problem with Raw is though, it's too long. Could be. It, you know, cut it back to two hours, like you have NXT and you have SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Cut, cut Raw down to uh, an hour. I mean, I think even Triple Triple H... May want to just hold on to it. Well, anyway. I got the quarter of my way. But okay. No worries. All right. It's, um... Triple H even said Raw needs to either go to two hours or an hour. Mm. So to make, make the wrestling better, the storytelling better. Mm. So, we'll see... We'll see what happens when... They go back out on the road, and once fans get back in the building, and we'll see what happens. But I just, okay, it just it's starting to get boring. It well, it's been boring for a long time. I I think, I think, um, was it? I'm trying to remember when was the last time I actually sat down, turned on wrestling to watch, and it was probably uh, early last year before COVID shut down everything. It was probably. Uh, when um, Drew McIntyre won at Royal Rumble, won the Royal Rumble, and was going to face Brock, we wa- we watched one night after the podcast. We watched a, a little bit of wrestling. It was uh, an NXT thing on Peacock. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a small dosage. But and another thing, there's oversaturation with wrestling. It's mm. on. It's on every day of the week now. Yeah. So and. You know, some people complain, oh, there's too much. And then there's some people complain, oh, there's not enough. I'm not complaining that there's too much. I'm not complaining that there's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's just, every day of the week now, it's like, there's wrestling on. You got Raw on Monday. You got NXT on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Wednesday, hopefully... It's a AEW, but they've been on Friday nights at ten o'clock. I was, about, the, I was about to say because of the moved, NBA playoffs, they moved to Friday, yeah. And then uh, Thursday, I think it's Impact, but I can't. I don't get the channel for Impact. I really wouldn't want to watch it anyway. It's that's it's, it's not the same anymore. And then uh, ROH is on Friday nights, mm. or no, Saturday Saturday nights on whatever channel you. Whatever channel you can it's find. On, it's on Star 64 in our area. Yeah. Okay. And then you have 
New Japan Wrestling. That's on, I think, Friday nights. Also on uh, Access TV, along with uh, Impact. And then NWA is on YouTube. They do their live streams on YouTube. Mm. So, but again, we spent too much time on this topic. So, Charlie, what's the next topic that uh, we have here? Well, it's everybody's favorite topic because it's everybody's favorite sport on this show. It's hockey. <laughs> and uh, we got playoff hockey to talk about. So, since since the last time we did a show, which was last week, yeah, and that we have two new teams that joined the party. The party, and that Vegas ended up crushing Minnesota in Game Seven Friday night. And that uh, Friday night, which we stayed up to watch, uh, it was interesting in the beginning. But yeah. Eventually, it just got boring in the third period. Vegas just ran away with it. I just thought it was funny that. Um, me and Daniel were on your phones, and you go, guys, put your phones away. Yeah, it's like, well, you, well, Daniel said he was going to leave after the podcast. I eventually got him into watching. You stayed because I was cooking dinner. Yeah, I said I was going to leave after the first period. You were going to leave after the first period, and Daniel ended up staying till second intermission and left, and then you stayed for the whole game. And but yeah, the whole first period, you guys were on your phones, and I'm just like, guys. It's game seven. Why are you on your phones? I was like, granted, we have no skin in this game whatsoever. Yeah. You're not a you're not a Vegas fan. Daniel's not a Wild fan, or whatever. I mean, there's no skin in. The we game. had no interest in it. But it's still a game seven. You gotta show some interest. And that so Vegas ended up winning, and now they play the Avs, uh, who. Right now, have a two-zero series lead on them. Uh, game three is tonight at ten o'clock. Okay. Uh, and also new to the party, and they completed the comeback. And I called it three weeks ago on this show. I called Habs winning, <sighs> even when it was uh, Leafs. I think the Leafs were leading the series one nothing, and I came on here and said Habs are winning. They did it. Oh. oh. All I gotta say is, gloat much. I, and to be honest with you, I will keep on gloating because I called it. I called it on here on this show that the Habs were winning, and that. But I also love how all the Maple Leaf memes are coming out right now. I mean, they are just killer. Canada, I know you still listen to us. I still see the analytics. You guys still listen to us. If you're a Leafs fan, we're sorry. I, know, I, 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 know, stuck up, I, I, I stood up for you guys. I know karma is going to come and bite me one day. And I know it's because of this moment right here, right now. Because I've made fun of you guys. I have shared in it. I called the Habs winning. So, I, I, I know karma's coming. You guys need to be patient. Just like how the Maple Leafs have been patient for the last couple decades without a Stanley Cup win. Or a playoff win. So... <laughs> I'm telling you this now, uh, since we're on air. <laughs> so, if the Boston Bruins do not make it to the Stanley Cup, I am blaming you 
So this is rec- recorded, <laughs> and we can go back and play it. So at the Boston Bruins, I can up, always edit this part out. You know that, right? <laughs> I know, but I I will remember it. So uh, yeah, I'm blaming you if Boston end up losing any of the series. So you, sir, are to blame. No. Yes. No. Because I, Car- Karma, she's a dirty, dirty girl. Oh, she's a bitch. Karma's a bitch, no doubt. But at the same time, I'm not. I, I'm not taking the heat for this because I guarantee you, I'm not the only one who is going. The tradition lives, and we didn't even do it, or whatever. Because for the last couple seasons, it's been Boston, or or it was Boston. Then it was Columbus. Columbus last year. And now this year it was Montreal. So the tradition lives. It's just different teams get to partake in it now. Um, but as of right now, the Habs are uh, they won won the series or winning the series one to zero. Game two tonight, uh, seven thirty. Seven thirty. So guys. Just uh, I, I cracked I cracked the beer open. It's nice and frosty now. So, just a side note before we get into any more hockey, um, I am drinking Wiedemann's fine beer, Bohemian special brew, Golden Pilsner. So, careful! You're uh, about to oh, you're about, about to, to party, party foul. foul. Yeah, party foul! So, Don't spill the beer. Wiedemann used to be located in Newport, Kentucky. Now it is in Cincinnati, Ohio. So, Grandpa. This is to you, sir. And? Just remembered how it tasted when I was a little kid. <laughs> tasted like crap, but it's still good. <laughs> and also, side note, before we continue on, my last sip of water on the 75 Heart Challenge. Here we go. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Done. <laughs> Woo! So, um, okay, continue. Should, should we get... Did we give our picks for... The uh, teams. We we last did week. our we did our picks for the Bruins and the Islanders and the Canes and the Bolts or yeah. Lightning. Uh, so to refresh our listeners, uh, you picked Boston in seven. Correct. Boston is currently winning the series two to one. Okay. And that with last night's overtime win. And that Brad, Marshy. Man, Brad Marshawn is a beast when it comes to uh, playoff hockey. Uh, and then me and my brother Daniel both said Boston in six. six. Okay. And uh, I never want to see another game seven after 2019. Um, uh, let's see here. And then for the Hurricanes versus Lightning, you said Tampa in six. Right. Uh, Daniel said Hurricanes in five. And I said Tampa in six as well. Okay. And the series right now is Tampa leads 2-1. Hurricanes came back last night and won in overtime as well. Um, So, Daniel, I don't think your five is going to hold up. (laughs) I think think we're going to have to go to six or seven in order for this one to be decided. Yeah. So, nice try, though. Uh, But now that... um, Vegas and Montreal have made it. Yeah. We can now do the other two series. Okay. So, with the series currently being um, 2-0 in favor of Colorado, what is your pick? Because 
I think we actually have it written down from yeah. last week after uh, the I after the I was, game. I think I think I I want to change my pick. You want to change your pick? Yeah. Okay. And I know I, I know I have uh, Vegas in the finals with Boston. Okay. But after seeing the first two games of the Avalanche and the uh, Golden Knights games, I'm gonna go with the Avs in six. Wow, Avs in six. Okay. Well, I said Avs in seven yeah. last week, uh, and this was immediately after yeah, yeah. we did the this pick after the game. We did this immediately after the Vegas and Minnesota game. Um, I am going to. I mean, man, you're right. Colorado has been so dominant. Uh, to be honest with you, I was expecting more from Vegas. Yeah. But, man, I I think I think the Avs are going to sweep them now. I'm, I'm wow, going, you're going for a sweep. I'm going for I'm going with Colorado in four. Okay. I think I think they sweep Vegas. Okay. And that's all. I'm gonna I'm still picking the I picked Colorado, but uh, last week I'm sticking with them. But I think this is going to be a clean sweep. Okay. I think Colorado is just that really good, is really that good this year. Okay. And that, uh, all right. And oh, speaking of which, the uh, it's after seven thirty. Puck dropped for uh, Montreal and the Jets. So real quick, Montreal leads the series one nothing. Who do you got? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Montreal sweeping uh, sweeping the Jets. Ooh. After. After what happened in Game One, I think uh, Montreal comes out pissed off and uh, blow the blow the Jets right out of the air. Montreal sweeps the Jets. Wow, yeah, that's that's uh, wow. That's what I'm going with. Okay, I talked to a coworker, uh, same coworker who's a um, Pittsburgh fan. I'm sorry. And uh, me and him get along real well. I think I should get I think I should bring him on here. I think I think we'd all get along with him. He's he's a really good guy. And that um but I was telling him I was not expecting Montreal to win the first game. Yeah. And uh, I thought Montreal would kind of be, you know, tired. It, it would be almost the same thing that we saw with Vegas, Vegas and, yeah. and Colorado in the very first game. Um but it's not Vegas is still riding, or not Vegas, Montreal is still riding that high from Toronto. Uh, so, I'm going to go, well, I said if Montreal wins, um, I, I told my coworker, if Montreal wins game two tonight, um, I think Canadian, I think it'll go to seven games. I think the Jets will somehow come back. And they will eventually force seven games. Okay. Now, if the Jets win tonight, then I'm calling Jets in five. So I'm on. I could go either way, but what is my gut telling me right here, right now, on the air to say? You gotta pick somebody. Charlie. I gotta pick somebody. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Winnipeg. And interesting. I'm gonna say Winnipeg in. I'm going to say Winnipeg in six. Okay. Interesting. Uh, that, Interesting. That is going to be... So, I've got... Uh, I've got three series where I've picked teams in six, and now I've re-picked the Avs to sweep. 
and I had them at seven against Vegas because I yeah. thought Vegas was going to put up more of a fight. So far, no. Uh, we'll see what happens at the 10 o'clock puck drop. Um, but, yeah. So there you go, guys. Uh, there's our picks. You got uh, Mike, Boston in seven. I got Boston in six. Mike's got Avs in six. I got Avs in four. Mike's got Tampa in six. Same as me. Uh, Mike's got Montreal in four. And I got Winnipeg in six. Winnip- so Winnipeg and Montreal is the only series where you and me disagree. Well, we, uh, we, we, we have the other teams. Yeah, yeah. We have other teams that we agree on, just probably different numbers for some of them. Yeah. This one, completely different. You're calling for a sweep. I'm calling for a very close series. Well, hard-fought series. Well, I'm just, I'm looking at what happened to Evans. That was insane. During, and I, I know, I know them guys are going to come out fired up, ready to kick some ass. Oh, they're going to be And going to just, you know. But there again, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, they could come out flat. So, I just, I have, I have a little bit of faith. In, in uh, Montreal. Hey, I had faith in Montreal when they were playing Toronto. Yeah. And of course uh, you would. And, uh, weirdo. <laughs> well, I had, to cho- I had to choose the lesser of two evils. As a Boston Bruins fan, you got to choose the lesser of two evils. And seeing how Toronto was the more dominant team, and number one, was it? They were number one in the North Canada division. Uh, is and Montreal was number four. They were the underdog. It was like, yeah, I gotta go with the I gotta go with the underdog here because I don't want Toronto to have a good postseason. And I, well, it wasn't like I wanted them to have a good season. I was just saying it's been that kind of year, so anything's possible. So yeah, and we just saw that anything yeah, is possible. But, Montreal came back from a three-one deficit. deficit and. One uh, game seven. Oh jeez, I need I need to go find a pair of boots because it's getting kind of deep in here. <laughs> the way you're gloating, I called it, I called it. Go, go! I'm telling you, go back and listen. I, Charlie, I believe I'm. I was here. I'm a, I know you there. were. And that. I know uh, you were, but I mean, come on, give me a little bit of credit here. Okay, I'll give I'll give you a little bit of credit. Oh. But I'm not. I'm, it's not like I was saying it when it was three one or something. I said it when the series was one zero before we even got to a three one series. So, all right, all right. So, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, going. You mentioned the Evans hit uh, that happened on Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, that was totally called for. Uh, called for. Uncalled for. Sorry. Uh, totally oh, uncalled for. Sorry. I'm about ready to light you up. So totally uncalled for. Uh, the question, uh, I mean, everybody was asking, should he have been suspended? It's like a million percent he should have been suspended. And now we found out today that he got four-game suspension. Um, and he said he wasn't going to dispute it. Uh, Mark, uh, was it, Sheffley. He's, he's, not going, he's not going to dispute it. He's going to serve his four games and, and be done with it. And I'm just like, four is... Not no, enough. yeah, four's not enough. Not enough. He should be gone for the whole series. The whole series. This thing goes to seven games. I mean, four games. That's game. He'll 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 be back for game six. Yeah, yeah. And that no, if there is a game six, 
and uh, he'll be back for game six. It's like, no, he's going for the whole series. That was an absolute, he left his, not only did he skate the entire length of the ice, he left his feet to make that hit. I mean, he jumped into him, put his full speed, weight, and force into him, gave him a freaking concussion, and four games? No. That's about as bad as the Tom Wilson uh, fine. Mm. But I, I it I I saw that on Sports Center and I was just like it's Are pro- you are you freaking kidding me? I was I was telling my coworker um that if uh, if they didn't serve a a suspension by game two to him, get ready to see blood on the ice. Well, there's probably going to be blood on the ice tonight well, anyway. Well, you can't take it out on any of the other guys on the ice. I mean, I wouldn't. You want the guy who actually delivered the hit. Yeah. I mean, why would you go after somebody who well, the one wasn't guy, even there to deliver the hit? I forget the guy from Winnipeg that was trying to check to see if Evans was trying to not start the fight. but Yeah, he was shielding. He, he, he was shielding Evans from the... The escalation. So I do give him that guy credit. I can't think of his name right now. Nikolaj Ellers. Okay. That was that was the guy who was shielding. So I mean, but yeah, one there was it was an empty net. Yeah. Two, what the hell was going through your head? There's like, you it, it just it was, that was uncalled for. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, a million percent. And I, to be honest with you, I can't believe I can't believe there are some people out there on social media who said clean hit. They're idiots. What the? And, and that's what's wrong with social media. You have these keyboard warriors going. What the hell was that? It was just <laughs> me being them. But just it, to, it, to be it, honest with you, if I was in the NHL, I would suspend him at least until the beginning of. Maybe four games in, four or five games into next season, for a hit, for a dirty hit like that, that was a cheap shot. Oh yeah, I mean it was so. so I mean it was really bad. Yes, it that, was. But there again, that's my opinion. I, you know, I, I, granted, the punishment needs to be severe. They thought it was four games worthy. I don't. I think he sits the rest of the series. Uh, if Winnipeg makes it to the uh, conference finals to play the winner of Colorado and Vegas. Um, that, I mean, then congrats to Winnipeg for making it. For making it. But at the same time, they didn't do it with this guy on the bench. And, uh, or I, on the ice. Or on the ice. This guy needs to be sitting up in the club seats or and uh, just watching because for the rest of the series. I think four is not enough. It should be the whole series. Now, going from this series going into next season, I think that's a little too extreme. That's a little too much. You want to find the guy, find the guy, or whatever. Fine. He he gets he gets a fine and he sits for the series. If if that'll satisfy some people, fine. But if you want to try and punish him going into next season, should they lose? This series to Montreal, I think, is a little too much. Um, if you want to, um, what is it? 
if, if you want to say that he's not suspended for this series, but he has to be suspended for next series, I mean, it, it just gets weird. It gets complicated. Four games is what he got. He's not going to dispute it. He doesn't want to be a distraction from the series or for his guys who will actually be playing or currently playing uh, with 12 minutes to go in the first period, no score. Um, as of right now. Yeah, I mean... Oh, uh, it... Uncalled for, 1 million percent, four games is what he got, and you say it's not enough, I say it's not enough, but we're not in charge of player safety. So... Yeah. Whoever's in charge with player safety needs his brain examined. Uh, this is the same guy that uh, everybody was getting... Uh, this... The guy in charge of Department of Player Safety is is the same guy that uh, supposedly gave um, was it, everybody was calling for his head when he delivered the fine to Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson in the Rangers series before uh, before the playoffs began. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, that's that's what we got. So there we are. That's an update on the playoffs, guys. Uh, you still so you changed your mind real quick before we get to last call. Yeah. You changed your mind on the Avs in Vegas. Um so now you're saying it's Avs, but you originally picked Vegas yeah. and Boston in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Now who do you think is gonna be the Western Conference team to play Boston? And uh, since you changed Vegas. Yeah. Is it going to be? Is it going to be one of the Canadian teams, or is it going to be Colorado? I'm probably I'm probably going to say Colorado. Colorado. Colorado and Boston, like you said, I think you said Colorado and Boston. I think I did too. uh, Finals. Um, yeah, the way the way just and it's not me changing my pick isn't because of. Of oh yeah, it's two two oh two oh. Mine mine I've my pick is based upon I've watched both games mm-hmm. and seen how Colorado's playing. I think they're the better team. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be wrong and Vegas can come back and win the the four games straight. Okay. I was dumb, I changed my pick, but you know, after seeing what Colorado did, there's no doubt in my mind that they they they're the better team. So we shall we shall see. Yep, we shall yeah. we shall see indeed. You ready for last call, Mike? Um, yeah. Um, Daniel picked last week. Uh, I think I picked the week before, so I think it's to you. So okay. Let me let me give this a good shake real quick. Shakey shake shake. Shake, 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 no, oh. no. Okay, no. so what's got you all in giggles? <laughs> so last la- last uh, week we did top five baseball movies. Yeah. So this week top five 
football movies. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. See, I can think of more football movies than I can baseball movies at yeah, the top of my I, head. so can I. So can I. And so you already, you already know my number one, so. Uh, do I? You do. Is it have something to do with the yes. uh, logo on your chest there? Yes. Okay. Yes, but you go, you go first, sir. Okay. So my top five football movies... Um, no particular order. These are just my favorites when it comes to uh, the sport of football. Uh, Little Giants. Okay. I, I love love that movie. I still watch it. Um, it, it to me, it's a classic because I grew up on it. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of one of the movies that helped me get into football. Um, let's see here. Little Giants. Uh, the Replacements with Keanu Reeves. Yep. And that... Um, always love the one scene uh where they're doing um was it the um uh Dance I, in the jail. I i will survive in, in, the, the, jail, ja- in the jail i yeah. love that yeah. and there's some pretty good quotes in there too it's like danny remember what i said about quarterbacks and red shirts yeah forget it <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the bar fight ensues um this this is probably my number one overall best one. Okay. Necessary roughness. And I actually forgot about that, but I did. I, I love that movie. That is Scott Bakula. Yep. Kathy Ireland. And that Sinbad was in that movie. Uh, lo- that is that is by far my favorite one because. I, it's probably Daniel's favorite too, because me and him both know that movie. So it's probably my dad's number one as well. Because I mean, we talk about it sometimes. Because our favorite scene is the halftime locker room speech that the assistant coach Wally gives uh, when uh, in the final game. Uh, what is it where it's like, okay, let's analyze what's been working for us. Not a goddamn thing's been working for us. Like this stupid suit and this stupid shirt and this stupid tie. It doesn't work for me. And uh, and then he keeps on going and ranting and uh, eventually goes, eventually uh, the best part is, uh, and that's the way you do it. You go out there, you rip their freaking heads off and you shit down their necks. Let us pray. (laughs) The best part of the whole movie is that locker room scene right there. Of that movie. Okay. So, Necessary Roughness, um, Replacements, um, Little Giants. Let's see here. Um, what's another? What's What are my other top, other two out of the five? Um, and there's some, there's some that come to mind. And I go, are, are they really my favorites? Mm-hmm. Are they really? Um, I've watched Rudy so many times, uh, but I'm, I, I can't say that's in my top five. I don't think I, I don't think I can put Rudy in my top five. And I know that's probably sacrilege to a lot of Catholics who are probably listening right now. Um, so, um, The Longest Yard original the original one with uh burt reynolds okay um i'm not a fan i said it last week uh i was not a fan of the adam sandler i did see it 
And for for Not a, or yeah, it was Adam Sandler. It was Adam Sandler. I did see it uh, in theaters, but I mean, it's it was just too raunchy, too crude for me. And I'm not. I'm I'm more of a witty humor kind of guy. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be witty, and I, I I can't do the crude and raunchy stuff too much. Yeah, and so the original Longest Yard. Uh, all right, now for the fifth and final one. Um, man, uh, this is gonna be tough, and because I I can't. I never saw Brian's song. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, but Daniel apparently has, and he's because yeah, he me- he mentioned it last week uh, when we were still trying to list off baseball movies. Um, man, I've seen The Express. Uh, about um, oh, man, man, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He played for Syracuse back during the civil rights movement, and they did a movie about him. I don't know. I'm going to have to look up the guy's name uh, when we get off of here. I've seen The Express. Dennis Quaid was uh, the coach yeah. in, in that movie. Um, that, was, that was pretty good. It was really touching. Um, hmm. Oh, I think I got it. All right. We Are Marshall with Matthew McConaughey. Okay. That is probably my fifth and final movie in the top five so yeah. uh, I don't have a crush or anything on Matthew McConaughey but I think he did a really good job and he was kind of funny I liked I liked um, I mean I know it's based on a true story and yeah. everything I think that's what helped um, but uh, some, of, some of the lines that were in that movie that Matthew McConaughey said it was just kind of, it's like the alright 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 and See, I was re- I was waiting to do that because I was waiting for you to get done to talk, and then I was gonna go, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and, uh, I, I like these high school girls. <laughs> I I get older and they stay the same age. <laughs> Dude, that I that that is that is we, classic line. And that drop drop the gloves podcast does not share the views of Mike. <laughs> I don't con- condone that but i'm just saying it was it was a funny line from that movie all right mike uh go ahead and list off your top five while i pick up the uh the uh other last call topics topics why don't don't we wait until we're we're done with the podcast to pick that up Eh, too late i already got it okay there's one by my here you go oh so oh oh, shit oh there it is okay all right so go for it (laughs) So, uh, number one, of course, would be Rudy. Mm-hmm. I'm a Notre Dame fan. It's based on a true story. That that movie, like, tugs at my heartstrings. <laughs> and, and then my favorite part of the movie is when the players walk into the coach's office, Dan Devine's office, and goes, I want Rudy starting me. And it's every single starter that played on that team. And then they get they get to the stadium, Rudy Rudy dresses, and then you hear you hear the I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it. So they're they're playing the game, Rudy's on the sidelines, you get the players going, Rudy, 
Rudy, and then the entire stadium, the entire stadium is going nuts, and then Ned Beatty going, that's my boy, that's my boy, and then John Favreau goes, I know him, I know him, and he's chanting Rudy, and Ned Beatty's chanting Rudy, and it's like, uh, Dan Devine, one of the coaches starts looking around, chanting Rudy, he's going under his breath, yeah. and then Dan Devine's like, all right, put him in. on." So he's on the special teams, and then the kickoff happens and whatnot. Yeah. Or, well, before that, the quarterback, the the, uh, the quarterback's like, we got to get Rudy into this game. Yeah. And they call, they call a different uh, – the coach wanted to kneel the ball or run the clock out. Yeah. The the quarterback goes, screw that. We gotta get Rudy all out on the field. Yeah. And so they just run a play, dude scores a touchdown, and then the coaches are look, looking at the head coach, he's like, Oh put him in. So he's on the kickoff team and then the the other assistant coach is like Rudy's out there on the field is going, What do I do? He's like, Stay out there, stay out there and then the next play you see, you see him coming, coming around, yeah. and just sacks the quarterback. That, that just gives me chills. Mm. And fun little fact: mm. he is the only to this day. Yep. He is the only Notre Dame football player to be carried off the field. Yep, I, I, I knew that part. Yeah. Yep. So, so I get excited when it's like that that movie, that movie. There's there's quite a few football movies that get me that excited. Yeah. So that's number one. All right. Number two, like you said, is the replacements. It's just that movie is freaking hysterical. It is. And Keanu Reeves just plays a badass like a quarter badass quarterback. He's oh, just yeah. like you know I don't give two shits. So I'm just gonna you know he wants to win. Yeah. He wants to um wants to make up for, for his, his college career. College career. So I love I love that movie and I love the it's just all around good football movie. So I'm not a Mick. I'm bloody Welsh. So whatever. So Charlie forgot to mention this football movie, but am I going to be kicking myself? Probably will. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this movie. All right. But any given Sunday. Ooh, Al Pacino, mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz, um, uh, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox, Dennis Quaid. That movie, is something, something about that movie. It just that is a good one. Al Pacino towards the end of the movie, his his halftime speech. I don't think that was halftime. I think that was uh, before kickoff speech. No, it was a halftime speech. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm I could have, be again. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch now. Okay, but. <laughs> Three is any given Sunday. That movie, that movie just makes you want to go out and put the helmet and pads on and just tackle the shit out of somebody. For me, it does. My favorite line in that movie is uh, the veteran lineman or defensive line guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's had all these different like concussions in his career. I think it was Lawrence Taylor that played him. Uh and um was it i mean he's had all these concussions ever i mean doctors tell him if he if he goes out there and he hurts his neck again 
he I mean he could be paralyzed but um was it I think it was in that playoff game where uh he stops the other team from scoring a touchdown that would have like put the game away yeah and that and he ends up hurting his neck or hits his head on the guy's pads or whatever but stops him and they get the ball back but then they stretcher him off or whatever and they wake him up and he wakes up and uh, he says, "Don't drop me. I'm worth eleven million bucks." <laughs> and that uh, I love that. That is my favorite line. It's like, "Don't you drop me. I'm worth eleven million bucks." Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love I love that movie. So number four. All right. This is an this is an old one. This is like be before your time. Okay. So number four is uh. Wildcats. It's with Goldie Hawn. Oh, I have seen that. You have seen that. I have seen Wildcats. Love yes. that movie. So that that's like an awesome football movie. Yes, yes and, it is. And my final to me. I, sorry, yeah, don't, yeah, you're good, don't you're good. interrupt. But when I think of that movie and to compare it to like a another sports movie, I think of that as almost like the the Coach Carter. Uh, football movies yeah. where you have a female football coach going to a rough urban school yeah. and turning them around from being the worst team to the best team. I think Woody Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson was in that movie too. I think. Not for sure, but I think that they were in there. I don't I don't know. Okay. And uh, number five. Number five. Number five. This is a really old Football movie. Okay, so even old, so old before me. Okay, before you. All right, what we got? Newt, the Newt Rockney story. It's the one with the win for win one for the Gipper. Ah, okay, that's that bad. that movie. Yeah, I know it's an Notre Dame movie. That's and okay. It's not. It's not the reason I like it. That's okay. It's. It's just. Isn't get, that the one with uh, Ronald Reagan? Ronald Reagan in it. Yeah. Okay. So I was I was gonna say radio. Uh, Watch the, the microphone. Um, right. the one radio wasn't. What was the one that uh? Radio. No, not radio. With sunshine. Oh, remember the Titans. Remember, I was gonna say that, and then it's like when I was getting all excited when Charlie was talking, I was like, wait, there's there's another Notre Dame movie. <laughs> I was like, Newt Rockney. So. Honorable mention to remember the Titans. Oh yes, absolutely so, honorable mention. Yeah, those are those are my top five, all time top five favorite football movies. Mm-hmm. And an honor, honorable mention to remember the Titans, We Are Marshals, and Waterboy. Waterboy. Oh my gosh. Got, got some high quality H two O. My mom always told me football was for the devil. <laughs> Oh man! So oh no, we suck again. <laughs> Rob Schneider. Uh, that's that's like one of my favorite quotes from the whole uh, movie, and I use no. it. I still use it today. No, and, uh, my favorite quote is, "You can do it." <laughs> Remember the time Bobby Boucher? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was a line from the movie. I don't know what the hell you were doing earlier. <laughs> So, yeah, that's uh, that's my those are my top five. Mm-hmm. I I like your top five, but yeah, it just I don't know. I I 
something about the. I'm not dishing your top no, five. That's okay. But like that, yeah. My five in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's 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 great football movies. Believe me, we I've seen some. I know you've seen some. Yeah. Well, uh, does Blindside get an honorable mention? Blindside, yeah, Blindside. My mom loves that movie, so I give I give Blindside. I was supposed to say Brittany loves that movie, and uh, she I um was it? it? It took me forever. Seriously, I have even seen this movie in theaters. Yeah. But it took me forever to realize that the husband was Tim McGraw. Dude. I know. I'm slow. Dude. I'm slow. But <laughs> at it, least you admit it. But, I mean, seriously, it took me forever because I'm looking at this guy and I'm going, man, he sounds familiar, but I have no idea where he's from. And finally, Brittany's just like, it's Tim McGraw. And I'm like, no way! I've never seen him without the facial hair. I'm sorry. So, mm. it's whatever. It's whatever. But yeah, I just I don't know it. That I I like I told you I like football. Mm. Baseball was my my first love, and then hockey. And it's hard to find great hockey movies. It is. There's not too many hockey movies out. There. Great hockey movies. Yeah, great ones. It's now, more. I'm sure there are a lot out there, especially if you went to like the Canadian side of Hollywood or yeah. something. But I mean, it, it was. I mean, if you like comedies, you got Mighty Mighty Ducks and The Goon and whatnot. Yeah. But and then there's not quite a, like enough movies like per se like Rudy or yeah. or uh, The Replacements or uh, Remember the Titans and whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, th- this is why this is why we do this show yeah. is because we're like we like telling you guys our our like favorite thing you know yeah we, we like sharing our opinions with you guys and why we why we like uh the things that we like and why we don't like uh the things that just drive us crazy so uh but yeah you want to call that a show uh yeah we can we can call that a show all right well um as we gear up to end this uh show uh i'll start off with the uh you guys can find uh the you want me to do it all? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Well, you guys can um, find uh, the show on social media. You can find Mike on Twitter at Gloves Mike. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, uh, Drop the Gloves Sports Podcast. And then I run the at Drop the Gloves Podcast on Instagram. I've been posting a whole bunch of hockey stuff, uh, stories, and that's a be sure to hop on social media and check us check us out uh, if you listen to the show. Also, uh, we want to give a shout out to Anchor, uh, our hosting platform. Thank you guys so much for al- allowing us to do this for free. We definitely do appreciate it. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the show either on Anchor or you can find us on major podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify, and Google. Um, and I think... That will do it for us, guys. Uh, So have a really good weekend, and go Bruins. Go Bruins.